0: We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. A service for all brands of print equipment in your office.
1: Yeah, Digitex does
0: that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 chat. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer joining you at Rogers Place. Should be a beauty tonight. Nationally broadcast game between the Edmonton Oilers and the Boston Bruins. Uh, we have a, well, well, we'll just save it for a second. There's been a little bit of a development that uh, I'd like to maybe address uh, with our next guest as we head off to the River Creek Resort and Casino Hotline. We welcome back to the show John Shannon. Hi, John. How are you? John, you there? All right, so, Brendan, we're going to have to negotiate con- uh, contact going the old-school way. Uh, so, I'll tell you that at, at 134 at Edmonton, Royal Pizza, pizza, pasta, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. For the menu and a list of their 14 Edmonton and area locations, go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the app store. The staffer recommendation at Royal Pizza is the Mediterranean Chicken. That's right, the Mediterranean chicken. We have a uh, we have a wild one coming up for you for this day in order's history, something that I actually did not know. We welcome back to the show on a River Creek Resort Casino hotline, John Shannon. Hi, John. How are you? Great, Bob. How are you? Good. Bit of a curveball, but I know you follow things in the B.C. interior. The Kelowna Rockets are hosting the Memorial Cup They're having a tough year. Uh, They're in the playoffs. They're in the seventh spot in the Western uh, Conference of the WHL. They got a minus 31 goal differential. The Memorial Cup basically starts in, what, three months? Yeah, middle of
1: May. Middle of May, yeah.
0: They just fired Adam Foote, their head coach. So Bruce Hamilton, their owner, uh, about a year or two months ago, maybe 14 months ago, they fired former Oilers captain Jason Smith. Uh, Adam foot was uh, came in as the head coach of course his son Nolan is on that team and I'm just trying to make sure I got the right foot on yeah Cal's Cal's one of the minors Nolan was the one that just got traded That's right. to New That's Jersey right. so he yeah. is on that team uh that team has gone through stretches where they've had I think they've just got three in the last 10 but I know at one point they'd only won like one of their previous 10 games, but they it's pretty rare when you see a Memorial Cup team fire their head coach with three months left before the Memorial Cup tournament starts.
1: Well, I haven't talked to Bruce recently, but I can only, only know. I know how competitive Bruce uh, and, and everybody with the Rockets organization is and how important hosting the Memorial Cup and having a competitive team would be to Bruce. So uh, whether this is a quick fix in order to get the Rockets to be competitive or finding a way, or obviously, uh, you know, if, if you know Adam Foot at all and you know Bruce at all, those are two pretty strong-willed guys, yep. with lots of opinions, and uh, uh, it wouldn't surprise me that they had some level of, uh, of disagreement. So from that perspective, uh, I think you got to know that Bruce is going to do his best to have a competitive team because every year when the team that uh, hosts the Memorial Cup doesn't have a competitive team, it becomes a, a crisis uh, of confidence in the, in the tournament style, and, and I don't think anybody wants that again.
0: John, as you know, and you are a Western Canadian, uh, the WHL has not won a Memorial Cup championship since the Edmonton Oil Kings won back in 2014. Now, in fairness, they probably should have won in 2015. That's when Leon Dreisettle and Josh Morrissey got moved by Prince Albert to the Kelowna Rockets, and they lost 2-1 in overtime, and DJ Smith was coaching Oshawa at that time, and you know, josh brown was on that team from oshawa anthony sorelli scored twice dry settled, dominated the tournament that year in quebec city he was the best player on the ice but uh the whl's at 22 teams they cut their schedule from 72 to 68 games but it's been a few years since the dubs won a memorial cup and people are noticing aren't they
1: yeah they are uh they truly are and i mean i was I was actually uh, there for Sportsnet, uh, both in London when the Oil Kings won, and in Quebec City uh, when the Generals won. And Leon was so good, and Josh Morrissey so good uh, for the Rockets that year. And uh, I, I think that uh, that final, uh, the overtime game, was uh, was one of those uh, games that you you uh, you wondered uh, how how Kelowna could lose it. Uh, but two great players on that uh, on both rosters, I thought were were were. Going to be guaranteed NHL careers, one was Cole castles uh, for uh. Oshawa, and the other was Nick Merkley for the Rockets and uh, Neither has uh, really made a dent uh, in the NHL as of yet, and I suspect they won 't so it, it 's interesting about junior hockey and how it happened
0: yeah well and I mean in dry settle 's case, he was just so dominant i know i 've talked to some guys that came through that organization at that time, and uh, they talked about his work ethic and practice and well, John, practice makes perfect. So on that note, you have an NHL insider, John Shannon. You've got your eyes and ears in on everything these days. Uh, how much of the hockey world do you think would support Leon Drysaddle as a finalist for the Hart Trophy right now?
1: Oh, I, I think we're at 100% right now. I mean, I, I think that what, what's happened, uh, you know, it's funny, and, and we talk about this all the time. Uh, it drives people nuts in the West. Uh, all the you know players have to come East to be recognized. Well, you know the reality is, 65 percent of the population of the continent is in the Eastern Time Zone. Uh, therefore, more media in the Eastern Time Zone. So it drives people crazy that they have to come East. I, I, I think you know, I, I think the eyebrows raised uh, the first time around the Oilers came East was was uh, unbelievable, and then the two games on the weekend. Uh, where the uh, the Oilers basically had the afternoon game to themselves, so a ton of people watching uh, what they did in Florida and what they did in Carolina and how good Leon was. Uh, I think that uh, he's he's certainly he certainly put himself on the ballot. The problem now becomes Bob is that it's kind of like a political convention. Uh, does, does Connor McDavid split the votes? With Leon Dreisidel and that's going to become a conversation uh, when Connor comes back next week, uh, and uh, and the team uh, continues to roll.
0: And you are of the belief that he'll be back in the lineup next week. I think
1: that uh, what is today? today's Wednesday. I think we're talking nine days from now uh, that uh, we'll hear that Connor McDavid is uh, ready to go uh, on the on that weekend, a week uh, a week. Oh, Friday. so you
0: don't think he? All right, so the I audience... don't think
1: he's on the trip to California. Okay. I, I I don't I uh, I think I think it's nine days from now that we're going to get the news that he's uh, back.
0: Okay. Wow. Okay. I thought there might be a chance that happens beforehand. Well, uh, so
1: I think that I think there's lots of fingers and toes crossed. Yes, that that might happen. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I think that people are being cautious, as opposed to being cautiously optimistic. And I think that so they're saying nine days from now. Um, I'd love to be wrong. Uh, but uh, nine days from now sounds like about right to me at this point.
0: We've uh, seen a run on D uh, at the NHG with another, you know, defenseman, the Martinez deal came through to Vegas. Scandela, St. Louis, obviously, J. Bomeister, uh, you know, with a uh, piece implemented. Uh, pacemaker, pacemaker. It's a pacemaker. So that's quite prohibitive to try to ever play with that. Uh, so Jay's on LTIR at this time, and they go and get Marco Scandella. Washington yesterday went and got Brendan Dillon. There, I had somebody actually text me today about Nicholas Jensen, and I'm like, well, he's getting bumped to the third pairing. Who wants to pay 2.5 million for a third pairing defenseman right now? Um, so there's, there's that's three. There was another defenseman move as well. I've, anyways, defensemen are moving here. Uh, how active? Do you think the Edmonton owners are going to be, John?
1: Well, uh, if, if I mean, I, I think that Kenny's really trying hard. I, mean, I, I think that, uh, uh, but things are, people are being scared with prices. Uh, yeah, you uh, you have to have, you know, you have to differentiate between short-term gain for long-term vision. Um, I think that uh, you're going to see a lot of managers back off uh, between now and uh, and Monday. Simply because the prices are so high, and then you're going to see. Uh, you, you might even see things change on Sunday and Monday when uh, when prices get devalued again. So th- this is a game of poker. But when you look at uh, the amount of injuries that the team has, uh, when you think you, you, you know that Collect Bond's what seven or eight games maybe. Yep. Uh, the, then you're gonna then you're gonna say, well, we've, we've got to do something. You know. Uh, you know, Chris Russell's uh, iffy at this point. Uh, So from that perspective, I think Kenny's out there trying to kick tires, but I don't think he does it at the expense of what's going to happen with his organization in the next, uh, you know, two to five years.
0: So in other words, he's not going to squander any uh, long-term assets for short-term gain.
1: No, I don't think it makes any sense. Do you?
0: No, I don't. Uh, (laughs) That said, I do think there's a – it is – here's the irony of the situation, John. It's plausible – that Edmonton, you could you could say this and not be incorrect the orders could still miss the playoffs and the orders could also win the pacific division
1: i know Well, that's how mad the pacific division is and 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 here's the here's the one thing i would tell you that uh, and, and it's the measure between the two clubs um, uh, francesco aquilini the owner of the vancouver canucks uh, is adamant his team has to make the playoffs this year adam and, yep. and he's and he's told Jim Benning that in no uncertain terms. And that's why you see Jim Benning doing what he did um, with, uh, with, with what he gave up uh, in order to get Tyler Toffoli. And who knows who else before Monday. Right. Uh, so from that perspective, there's a lot different pressure in Vancouver than there is in Edmonton. Uh, and I, uh, I I feel for Jim at times because I think Francesco gets uh, a little demanding. And I think that uh, what uh, what the Oilers are doing is they're trying to make sure that they don't compromise the, the future because they have so many great assets uh, when, when you consider, you know, Dreisaitl and McDavid and, and a few of the other
0: stars. We're joined by John Shannon. The Oilers uh, currently tied for first in the Pacific Division with 70 points. With Vegas, but they got two games in hand with the Vegas Golden Knights. Vegas has added Alec Martinez. Vancouver, one point behind the Oilers, played the same amount of games. Of course, they got Tyler Toffoli. The Calgary Flames uh, are two points behind Edmonton. They played two more games than the Oilers. They don't have Mark Giordano, who is skating, according to Flames general manager Brad Treliving. Yep. Uh The other defenseman, uh is going to be out a while there in uh, Calgary. Arizona three games played more than the Oilers and two points behind him and we're are we any closer to Darcy Kemper? do we know what's happened there for Rick Tocchet's squad no
1: I mean you know everybody says well he's skating and doing this and there's still no you know real definition of, of what's gone on uh with Kemper and and how soon he will be back and you know it's, uh, the, the Arizona one's an interesting one because uh, you know John Jacob went out and might uh, people feel he might have done his deals a little earlier than most when you consider uh the deal uh for for taylor hall uh but then they have this uh investigation looming over them with the uh the draft picks right or dealing with the prospects rather uh, that uh, that could cost them draft picks and could cost the new owner alex morello a ton of money and you have to wonder what kind of pressure that puts john Chaka under so there's a There's a lot of moving parts in the Pacific Division when there's really, let's face it, what is it, three points between the top five teams?
0: Right. Yeah, 100%. uh, Now, do you think there might be an appetite, John, for teams to want the Coyotes potentially uh, not to be uh, fined but rather be stripped uh, draft choices as a result of this? Because of revenue sharing, invariably you can make an argument the other teams are kind of contributing <laughs> to paying the fine, so would you rather just see the Coyotes lose the draft picks?
1: Well, uh, first of all, you, you know darn well the other thirty teams are monitoring this thing as close as you can, yeah, and making sure that those uh, that the rules are enforced. And I agree with you. I think that I think that uh, they uh, everybody. Th- th- it's supposed to be two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a prospect. What the fine is, uh, but a lot of people are saying, "Hey, listen." You know what if they if they don't lose draft picks then it might be a bit of a farce so I think there's a lot of pressure uh, on the league office in the investigation to ensure that the penalty becomes at least a few draft picks even a couple of high ones if you think about it
0: so what did you think of the league Uh, the CBA protects the players $5,000 fine for Zdeno Char for cross-checking Brennan Gallagher in the throat Uh, conversely Claude Julien clears his throat and speaks his mind after a game and doesn't go into a Bobby Knight-esque tirade in doing so, but questions some calls and gets himself a $10,000 fine. Do, do the uh, coaches need to get a better union, John, perhaps? Or a
1: union, <laughs> period? Well, there is a coaches association, but it has no teeth. Right. Uh, and and when you, uh, you know, Bob, it's, it, I, I, I have... I have a difficult time feeling sorry uh, for a guy like Claude, who I really like, uh, <laughs> who, who, who spouted off as he, as he probably could have and should have with uh, the officiating that night. I have a difficult time worrying about Claude Julian losing $10,000 uh, when he's in the $5 million range, uh, seems to always have good jobs, uh, and, uh, and has, you know, has the job security of that guaranteed contract. Um, and that's the difference between being management and being an employee. And uh, Zidane O'Chara gets uh, protected by the union because he's an employee. Uh, you know, Claude Julien's in management.
0: Good stuff. Great explanation. John, we'll touch base next week, uh, and Reed will talk to you tonight, obviously, on our pregame show right on that is John Shannon our NHL insider it's 149 in Edmonton NHL today and this day in Oilers history when we return on Oilers now hi this is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers and you're listening to Oilers now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. thank you Connor it is 152 in Edmonton welcome back you heard John Shannon he said it could be another nine days before McDavid's back maybe after The Pacific Division road trip. Let's get to NHL today. A little later than normal today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, building tailored branded programs where your order is done on time, every time. Elite Promotional Marketing in here is Brendan Escott.
2: Five other games around the NHL tonight. Vancouver is home to Minnesota as the other Canadian content, though Arizona visiting Dallas is one to keep an eye on for playoff race purposes. Kyle Dubas making another trade, acquiring 23-year-old Dennis Malgin from Florida in exchange for Mason Marchment. Both players have been back and forth between the AHL and NHL this season. During the show, we found out that Alec Martinez, as discussed, goes from Los Angeles to Vegas for a pair of second-round picks, one this year and one next year. Bakersfield Condors, meanwhile, trying to halt a five-game losing streak on Friday against the Colorado Eagles. Playoff-bound Edmonton Oil Kings kick off a three-game Eastern road swing tonight in Winnipeg, then Friday in Brandon. Saturday, it's Regina. U of A Golden Bears drop the puck on second-round playoff action Friday night. It's the UBC Thunderbirds invading the Claire Drake.
0: All right, uh, yes, uh, let's switch focus. 154 at Edmonton. This is something I did not know. And I'm almost embarrassed that I didn't know this. On this day back in 1983, what happened, Brendan? Escott? Edmonton defenseman Kevin Lowe scores a goal, adds five assists in an
2: Oilers 10-7 victory at Pittsburgh and established a new club record for most points in a game
0: by a defenseman. There you go. Six-point performance from Kevin Lowe uh, for the Edmonton Oilers, and that was on February 19, 1983. 10-7, Edmonton beat Pittsburgh. The day and order's history is brought to you by New West Travel. You can join 630Chad's Jalen Nye on a spectacular tour of Iceland and Ireland this summer. This includes daily meals, sightseeing, and spectacular events. For uh, more information, call New West Travel or go online at newwesttravel.com. Brendan, I, I've I got to ask you do, you, do you know what sort of food choices there are when you go to Iceland? Like, is there a specific hot item in Iceland that... I have not been to Iceland. I'm just wondering.
2: I, I don't have any personal experience. I know I, some people that I went to high school with did go to Iceland. I don't think you go for the culinary selection, though. That's my okay. guess.
0: Uh, there we go. This and other history again brought to you by Newest Travel. You can join Jaylen February 22nd for a travel seminar featuring Austria, Iceland, Ireland, and South Africa. For tickets and information, called New Newest Travel or go online at NewestTravel.com. Yeah, I, I I I was a little weirded out by the food and Sweden, to be honest with you. And there was a lot of schnitzel in Germany when we went there, like beer and schnitzel. And they have these little small glasses for the beer, and then they put a little coaster, and that's how you tell the server that you don't want any more beers. Otherwise, guys drink like 37 of them because they are small beers. All right, well, we got a game tonight. Oilers and the Boston Bruins pregame show, City Forward face-off show at 5 o'clock, puck drop at 6.30. Tomorrow's show is a good one. Uh, All big guys on tomorrow's show, Sportsnet and Color Analyst Louis DeBrusque. For our friends at Canadian Power Pack, we saw Rob Kinsey down in Fort Lauderdale, Alberta's leader in electrical construction service, electrical, prefabrication, solar, Brian Burke tomorrow, and Ian Herbers. Who's the biggest of those three guys? The head coach of the Alberta Golden Bears. Speaking of Jay Lynn, she's up next with the 630 Chad Afternoons after a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. I will rejoin you with Reed, Jack, and Rob at 5.
2: Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.